This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We will delve into this whole world of red and blue pills. Uh, not the purple pills, like the song, but uh, red and blue pills, like The Matrix. I think we all recall, it's a pretty iconic scene in an iconic movie, when Morpheus asks Neo, okay, this is it. You can take the red pill and you'll learn the truth about the world. You can take the blue pill, you'll wake up back at home, and you can remain in this state of ignorance. I'm not quoting from the movie. That's kind of the gist of it. So over the years, people have used that as a metaphor for all kinds of things. And politicians have, too. When uh, Ron Paul ran for president in 2008, uh, they used that a lot. You know, get with Ron Paul, take the red pill, learn the truth about how things need to be. Or fine, you can stay with the way things have always been, take that blue pill and stay ignorant. I think a lot of people over the past couple of days have learned that there's another movement that has co-opted this metaphor, and it's the so-called men's rights movement. And uh, it's, I guess, ironic that we're talking about this on the uh, eve of International Women's Day. Uh, But there have been a couple of flare-ups around this uh, over the last 24 hours. Maxime Bernier, the federal conservative leadership candidate, has found himself in some hot water over a meme he used online. I think it was yesterday. Uh, And all of a sudden, uh, have found himself under fire. Uh, Accusations that he was co-opting the themes of the men's rights movement to uh, advance his campaign. That somehow he's reaching out to this crowd. Now, according to uh, the candidate himself, it was merely a reference to the Matrix movie. Nothing more. Nothing sinister. I think a lot of people up until then didn't really know that this was a theme of this movement. Now, that brings us to what's happening in Calgary tomorrow. There is also a movie about the men's rights movement. And it's a female filmmaker, by the way. But the movie is called The Red Pill. Now, I'd I'd heard of the movie. I didn't know that this was an ongoing theme within the men's rights movement. Tomorrow night, this movie is being screened at the University of Calgary. The Wild Rose, the Campus Wild Rose Association, is one of the sponsors that was was participating in presenting this film. What got them in some trouble, though, was the invitation sent out by the Wild Rose Campus communications director that included the line, quote, feminism is cancer. Well, as you can imagine, that didn't go over well. That individual has been fired. That statement has been roundly condemned by the party. Why on earth, for a moment, if you represent the Wild Rose Party, would you think that it was okay to send out a statement like that without checking with anybody, to send it out with the party name and logo and just assume that that was a good idea? I have no idea what this individual is thinking. So sure enough, this has become another major flare-up. So we are going to talk a lot more about that today. After 1 o'clock, we're going to be joined by Rebecca Reed, columnist for the Daily Telegraph. Uh, Wrote a long piece recently about this so-called red pill movement. And a lot of it reminds me, I don't know if you guys remember that Roosh V, uh, who was uh, doing some speaking engagements in Canada a couple of years ago. A lot of controversy around this guy. So we'll find out a bit more about what this red pill movement is all about, because a lot of it seems 
to be of the the idea that uh, you know women need to be put in their place. Here's how you can manipulate women to get them into bed. All of that kind of stuff. We'll hear from her coming up after one o'clock. Following that, though, we're going to be joined by Justin Trotche. He's with a group called the Canadian Association for Equality. Now, they're also involved in presenting this movie in Calgary tomorrow. They've been doing it in other cities across Canada. Uh, they say in light of all this controversy, they want to turn this screening into, uh, in addition to showing the movie, but to have a dialogue, to have uh, representatives presenting a feminist perspective, representatives from the men's rights movement, having a conversation about some of these important issues. So we'll hear that side of it. What is the Canadian Association for Equality all about? What is this movie all about? What's this dialogue going to be about? So we'll delve headlong into all of that coming up after 1 o'clock. Certainly want to hear from you on that. Uh, Regarding these political controversies, though, uh, and I'm willing to give Maxime Bernier, there it is, the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think, and I don't get a sense that Maxime Bernier had any idea that this, this metaphor, this meme, had been co-opted by the men's rights movement. And look, frankly, I don't think the men's rights movement can now uh, be the sole claimant to, to the uh, idea of using the matrix as a metaphor for something. But obviously, there are a lot of people who are very familiar with how this has been co-opted by that movement. And so when they saw Maxime Bernier using that, that same metaphor, that same meme, it, it really looked as though it was kind of a wink-wink to that crowd or that he was trying to appeal to that crowd. Now, again, he put out a statement last night saying, not at all, that's not the case. It was simply a metaphor around the movie, nothing more. And look, I believe him. He has not been the kind of candidate to try to push any kind of hot-button social issues, quite the opposite. So just, it wouldn't really be in keeping with his campaign at all. There's really nothing that he's talked about or proposed that that seems to be a, a, a bone thrown to that crowd. Nothing like that. He's talking about economic issues, fiscal issues, really not talking about social issues. So he doesn't seem like the kind of candidate that's in any way trying to appeal to that crowd. And so I don't think that that was the case. But maybe it speaks to having, at least on your campaign, if not the candidate himself, some kind of, of savvy when it comes to this stuff. Why create needless controversies then? I guess if you have some awareness about some of these issues, you'll know the pitfalls to avoid. And it's not just the left. It's not just the media that are jumping on him. I think his, his conservative rivals see an opportunity here. Let's be honest. I think Maxime Bernier is one of the front runners in this race, and deservedly so, because he hasn't run a gimmicky campaign. Uh, he hasn't looked for deliberately inflammatory issues to bring attention to himself. He's been going across the country talking about important economic and fiscal issues and doing so in a knowledgeable and sophisticated way. So he's earned his front-runner status. But yeah, obviously there are those in the conservative leadership race who would also like to be front-runners, who would maybe like to knock Maxime Bernier down a couple of pegs. So they're pouncing on this too. Uh, But look, I think his explanation should suffice. I just think he's unfortunately created an unnecessary controversy for himself. Now, regarding the Wild Rose Party. uh, Again, I'm not sure why the Wild Rose Party, anybody involved in the Wild Rose Party, would would not see the pitfalls of getting involved in something like this. The Wild Rose Party has has had trouble in the past with uh, candidates going rogue and saying controversial things and causing problems for the party. 
even more recently, uh, leader Brian Jean had to apologize after making an inappropriate joke uh, about the premier. Uh, Derek Fildebrandt, MLA, was uh, suspended briefly from from caucus and uh, had to apologize for for things he was saying. So people are going to look for anything to to pounce on and say, well, there it is again, same old Wild Rose. You know, they put on a good face, but uh, when you dig a little deeper, it's a a bunch of uh, backwards, women-hating, angry white men. So again, you, you create this problem for yourself. You set yourself up for this. So again, this appears to be one guy, one naive campus Wild Rose official, their communications guy for the campus uh, association. But why? What would possess somebody acting in an official capacity for the party to put out something like that? So yeah, look, Brian Jean, in his defense, uh, to his credit, was quick to condemn this. They were quick to move and fire this guy. But then there's still the bigger question. Well, why are you getting involved in this film? What's the connection between what the Wild Rose stands for and what this film stands for? What what are the issues then that that you think Albertans should be talking about? And if so, why isn't your leader out there talking about these issues? So given what we're hearing from Brian Jean and what the Wild Rose has been focusing on, it, it seems like a really odd issue to attach yourself to. And especially given that we have a female premier. There's all kinds of accusations that women in politics are being unfairly targeted. Uh, is the Wild Rose fueling any of that? Don't play into that. And this, this dummy of the UFC Wild Rose uh, group played directly into that. Anyway, 403-974-8255. So like I say, we're going to delve into all of this coming up after 1 o'clock. Try to understand why the men's rights movement is all about red pills and blue pills and what that all means. i got a few other stories I want to get to before the top of the hour, though. i got to take a quick break here. We're back with more right after this. <laughs> uh, that's fine. These are entirely random songs that get played here. Uh, look, someone texted to say, Robbie, you have no idea what you're talking about. The men's rights movement is not about picking up women. Well, I didn't say the men's rights movement was about picking up women. But I do want to understand what it is all about. I said the red pill movement certainly seems to have a lot to do with that. Like, for example, here at marriedmansexlife.com slash take the red pill. Once you take the red pill, it says, you'll know exactly what women really want for men. Your life will change forever as you see the true nature of how men and women interact. And everything will look almost scripted. The good news is once you know the tune, the dance is easy to do. What does that mean? Well, they got some, some sections to, to explain it for you. Uh, like, for example, there's instigate, isolate, and escalate. So these are three basic elements to getting women, women to have sex with you. So, yeah, okay. It's not about getting in women into bed, though. Uh, we'll find out more about that coming up after 1 o'clock. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.